discussion boards, podcasts, green screens, and blogs. We all have our favorite ways of helping students make their thinking visible. Thanks for listening in to the Teach Fest podcast, where we explore our successes and sometimes our failures with EdTech in the classroom. Each week, we will toss about ideas and share what we are learning as we work towards our goal of reaching every child, every day, in every way. Welcome to the Teach Fest podcast, episode four. Today, I am joined by Lonnie Mazurowski, leading ed tech integrator and tech mentor at French Road Elementary School. Thanks for taking time out to talk about an ed tech innovation that's been a winner for you. Glad to be here, Mike. So Lonnie, two hot topics with remote and hybrid learning are engagement and assessment. It sounds like you found a great solution that covers both areas, and I'm excited to learn more about what you've discovered. Tell me about Bluekit. What is it and how does it work? All right. So Bluekit is a gamified website where you can um, have kids log on and answer questions, basically. So it's very similar to Kahoot. You've played that before, right, Mike? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So as a remote teacher, I was very excited to use Kahoot because, you know, I love I love to gamify some of our review activities and introducing some new topics. And I ran into a problem really quickly with Kahoot. It's that you need two devices. You need the device to see the questions on and you need the device to answer the questions on. With my students being at home for remote learning, that wasn't gonna work. Most of my students didn't even have a device until the school gave them one. So the idea of two devices was definitely out of the question. So. I actually came across Bluekit on TikTok of all websites. I love um, it. <laughs> I don't know if that's embarrassing or not to share. Not at all. I'm a huge fan <laughs> of TikTok. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Um, so a teacher was sharing it and she showed her students playing it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to figure out what that website is. And I found it and it was free. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. So my favorite guinea pigs are my students themselves. So I said, hey, let's try this Bluekit thing. And they were in and we played and now we can't stop playing. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So we played played with it a little bit yesterday and I was really mm-hmm. hooked right away. Uh, you mentioned it's free. Is, is it really free? Is there a cost so involved? That, that is a great question, Mike. It is free for the, we'll call it the basic level. Um, so you can play, you can add as many question sets as you want. You can play as many questions. There's no limit. The only things it doesn't have, um, if you get in a paid account, it's $2.99 a month. If you get a paid account, what you are able to access is statistics about how the students scores. So if you do like we did a, um, a math look at that was all about ordering decimals. And if I had a paid account, I'd be able to see which student answered what for each one. And that data could be really helpful to inform instruction. Without that, I can see which kids got the question wrong, but I can't see specifically what answer they chose, which is okay. So it's still super amazing, even if you have the basic account. Okay, but it sounds like the freemium version really is 
pretty feature packed. Absolutely. It has everything except those, those stats. Yep. So the analytics on the back end are a little bit more specific if you want to pay extra money. Yeah. But it sounds like, you know, just to jump right in, like you showed me yesterday, uh, it really uh, is a pretty good tool right out of the box for free, which I, I love free. I'm all about oh, that. free is the way to go. Exactly. Absolutely. Yep. It is totally ready to play. You can just sign up with your email address. I used my my Gmail, but you could use your school account. Um, and then you don't have to like enter any data or anything. The students don't have accounts, which is great. And what I love about Bluekit is it also has this feature where, well, in Kahoot, the kids have to enter a name. And I swear with fifth graders, it takes them 15 minutes to decide what their name's gonna be. <laughs> and they change it six different times. And then you have to wait so long for them to get into the game to play it. With Bluekit, there's a box you can click that says random name, and it gives them a choice of five random names, like Earthfire and stuff like, like kind of just like very generic, but they still think are cool. Like the other day, someone was Bunny Pants, which is the best name ever. Um, and you don't have to worry name. about them <laughs> being inappropriate names or, or names that, you know, you don't want to see on the screen. And it's done in like a minute. And I love when things are efficient especially when you're playing games, because the, the game, if it takes up a good chunk of the class, then you're losing that, that novel part of it. It just becomes a chore now to spend all this time getting the game set up. Um, so it's a nice fast and you can change the length of the game. You can say exactly how many minutes it's going to be, which is super when I'm like, all right, we have five minutes left. We can play a four minute book it with one minute time getting set up. And then, you know, we, we've, we're making sure we're not going overtime or under time. That's great. And it sounds like Bluekit has really thought about a lot of these things from the perspective of the teacher. So, yes. you know, that naming convention, for, for example, suggesting names, and then let's just move on uh, to maximize the instructional time. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned uh, a couple of things Kahoot being a tool that you've used in the past, but there yes. were some logistics there. Are there other things about Bluekit that are uh, more beneficial than Kahoot or other gamified systems? So what makes Bluekit a little different is that there's different game modes. So there is a classic level or classic style, which is very similar to Kahoot, where there's you know a question and then there's four answers and you click on the answer and then whoever gets that question gets points for that round. Um, they have that on Bluekit, but then they also have other rounds that are, um, or not other rounds, other versions, uh, game modes, I guess would be the name. Other game modes, like um, there's one that's very similar to like a Clash of Clans game where you have to build towers to defend the incoming um, attackers. There's ones where it's called cafe and you have to serve all the customers and you, you earn credits for the food by answering questions correctly. Our current favorite is called Gold Quest. And you have, to, this is the one Mike and I played yesterday. It was hilarious. You have to answer a question and then you get to choose from three treasure chests and they'll have different prizes in them. Sometimes it'll be gold. Sometimes it will be something like swap and you can swap your gold with another player. Sometimes it'll be take 50% of another player's and we love that one because it's also—it's not only um, accuracy and speed based, it is also luck. And that's always fun when you have students at different levels, because a lot of times with games like Kahoot and other gamified games, the students that are doing the best academically always win. 
And that's a tough position to be in. So it gives all the students a chance to be a winner sometimes. That's amazing. I love it. And for the record, uh, I learned that if you choose the double my money, it's a good idea to have some money to double because <laughs> double zero is still zero. We did learn that yesterday. <laughs> so yep. That was my takeaway yesterday from my experience. So thank you. Now for you know that. a little more about multiplication. <laughs> um, another thing that I have not experimented with yet is Look at also has um, a homework feature where you can assign a quiz set or question set as a homework and they play the game on their own. And I don't know much about how that works yet, but I want to try that with my students and I'll be able to report to you. I'll let you know how that goes. That's great. I look forward to that. Yeah. What do your kids have to say about Blukit? What is their feedback? So, well, the first thing that they obviously love is the Blukes, which are the little, they're little squares. They have little faces. There's like a tiger and a pig. And they're little, little icons that you get to pick to be when you start the game. But you also earn them, which is their favorite part. <laughs> they're like, oh my gosh, I want, I want the snow leopard. And it's so easy and it takes place like after the game has finished. So you don't have to worry about them, you know, worry. Like there's some games where they're like in the store while you're trying to play. There's no like store. They just earn the little blooks. So it's very minimal like work for you. You don't have to do anything. And they love just looking at, it's like a sticker. You know, when you give a kid a sticker, kids love yep. stickers. Yep. It's like that, but online. They also just love playing the games. We've been practicing or we've been trying out all the different game modes to see which ones we like best. It's funny that, you know, you can tell which kids like there's a battle royale version. You can tell which kids actually knew what a battle royale was before we played. And some of the kids are like, I don't get what this is doing. <laughs> uh, so that's always fun. But I, I feel like they don't they don't know that they're learning, which is which is hilarious to me. There'll be, uh, if you pick a question set that like has 15 questions and you do a seven minute game, they might answer the same question more than once, which is reinforcing memory skills if you're doing something that's memory based. So if we're planning on doing it for any time where we have to remember specific facts, like we're going to do it for math when we have to do some uh, coordinate grid uh, vocabulary, because they're going to get that question a couple of times. Um, it's like when you ask the kids to go back and read something again and they don't want to do it, you're making them read it again. Um, you're making them remember what it is. So I'm looking forward to that. Nothing like a little trickery. All the time. Yes. Now, do you write all the questions for each of the games or do they come preset or combination? Great question. So you can go to their little uh, community. Um, if you click on discover, they have a library. That's the word I was looking for. If you click on discover, they have a library. They have thousands of question sets already made. You can search by keyword. I searched for ordering uh, decimals when I was trying to do decimal one, but you could also create your own sets. And if you find a set in the library that has a mistake, which I found before, especially in Kahoot, I found that all the time. You can do the same thing you do in Kahoot. You can copy it and then fix the mistake, and then it's in your own library. You can add, uh, there can be photos for the questions. It's very customizable that way. That's great. What a great resource and a great way of using social media to crowdsource. And Absolutely. Work. <laughs> we won't be in COVID conditions forever. Do you see an application of Bluekit when we return to normal operations? At Absolutely. I think anything gamified is going to increase that engagement. Um, especially when it comes to review and 
and looking at things that are kind of, we consider rote memorization. Um, with our district being one-to-one -one with devices, I think this would be something very easy to implement in our classrooms and very fun. Um, what's nice is their students are working self-paced on their own device and the, we'll call it the, the scoreboard is on the host device. So if I was to do this when my students are back, I would project the scoreboard onto the main screen and the students would be around the room working through the questions. And I think that would be, you know, just a, a special activity. We wouldn't do it all the time. We would make it a special event so that we're increasing the excitement. Sounds like a great plan. So it's always nice to find something in crisis mode that you can use later on when it's not Absolutely. crazy. So yep. um, do you have any advice for any of our listeners who might want to try BlueKit? I would say um, make an account. They have not sent me any spam or anything, so I wouldn't worry about um, creating an account with a new website. And then go to that Discover tab and look through the question sets. What's nice is it pops up with the most played uh, BlueKit question sets automatically, and you can look through them. Like the second most played is multiplication facts, which I can like, how perfect would that be when you just have five extra minutes and you want the kids to practice their facts? So exploring that discover tab is going to be probably where you'd want to go first. And then you can just click host a game. And the first time I did it, I actually played just me as one player on my phone um, with me hosting on the computer just to see what it was like. And that's it was very easy. And I was like, wow, my students can totally do this. That's great advice is to, you know, set it up with yourself playing twice or, or find a buddy across the hall. Oh yeah. Or, or play with or Mike. Mike. You're into it now. Yeah. I'm totally into it. Send me a text <laughs> message and a code and I'll jump right in. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Lonnie, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. I know you've got kids coming back probably in 10 minutes or something. I do. Time for social studies. Yeah, that's awesome. Then maybe they'll be doing a little blue kit in, uh, in social studies, but I appreciate you sharing your experiences. And, and as always, I appreciate your enthusiasm uh, and your Absolutely. innovative spirit. So thanks for joining us today. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. That was great. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Teach Fest podcast. I hope you found today's insights helpful and relevant to your classroom practice. This episode's theme music is an original composition by Brighton High School junior Lily Odehambo. Many thanks to Lily for her work to create this beautiful piece. And Strews, you rock. Mark your calendars. This year's Teach Fest conference is scheduled for Wednesday, July 7th, and will feature a full day of sessions designed to support your professional development with ideas just like the one you heard today. In the meantime, keep on innovating. <laughs>